Hey, welcome to Virtually Playable. I'm Sean, your host, um, and this is the podcast and community where we build and share and we test virtual reality games. Uh, and uh, so I'm still getting used to doing this content, but I hope over time I get better. Here we go. Um, so as you can see, I've laid out my studio a bit differently this time and um, set up my microphone a little bit differently. I've also got the website online, so go to virtually h virtuallyhq.com that is virtuallyhq.com and uh, check out the website um, and I'll start to fill that up with episodes as I make them. Um, so what I'm going to do today uh, with this with this podcast is try a new format and that is where I make one fairly long podcast and then I may cut it up um, depending on this on the topics that I talk about and I'm going to try to do this every day uh, basically. So um, let's get straight into it. Um, first of all, um, I want to make a call out to all virtual reality creatives out, that are out there. Um, whether you're building 360 video, uh, uh, fully interactive games, or games for Quest or AR on the on uh, uh, on the iOS, uh, whatever you're doing in this space in spatial computing and uh, cross uh, X reality, um, just. Uh, Get in, get in touch. Uh, I want to know what you're building. I want to share it and and get to know you. Um, this podcast is it's not so much about how to do VR development. Uh, it's much more about uh, who you are and what you're making and why you make why you're making it. So whether your 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 game or your experience is an alpha, a beta. Uh, a demo, early access, or if even if it's just barely playable, or if you're 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 on your way there, just get in touch um, because there are there are a few podcasts out there that are all about playing games, and I watch them like uh, F Reality. Shout out to F Reality, watch them every week. Um, and there's uh, Anthony from uh, VR three sixty five. And a few others. There's also a podcast called the Oculus Quest Cast, and uh, and Kaz uh, and Cherry. So, like, I watch all of them, um, but doesn't seem to be any that are focused on development. So, uh, I'm just really happy to help fill out and get to know you, and uh, and uh, put the word out there for what you're building. Um, and my idea is is. If you get in touch, if you share what you're building and and uh, come on the show, even uh, I'll take calls and we'll do interviews. Um, my plan is to see this wall behind me. Uh, any dev that uh, that decides to come on the show and do an interview, I'll do this, and you can go on the wall. And then what I'll do is I'll regularly, like on a weekly basis, get in touch with you and see how you're going, and um, maybe try to keep you motivated. And also help keep the, your potential audience, so all the players out there, um, up to date on what you're doing. Um, and speaking of players, uh, hey Reddit, everyone on Reddit, pretty much every day I see a couple of posts about people um, wanting to, they want to test your games and they, they don't really know where to go. Well, hey guys and girls. Drop on by. We've got a Discord channel. Um, we're sitting at a whopping uh, two members right now. So, plus me. So that's three. Um, drop into Discord and uh, say hi. Um, 
devs can talk about what you're building and players can can give it a go if you if you put up a build and um that's the direction that we'll be going with this show it's called virtually playable um so it's all about trying to get you to the point where you can share what you're building um and start to get feedback and over time i'd love to uh build some sort of program around like like a a feedback process so that you get what you need and the players are getting some interesting and fun experiences um so yeah i mean the coming week i'll be reaching out to a lot of devs so if you're watching um i want to talk to you um all right so this episode is running much shorter because i think i'm speaking way too fast <laughs> i'll just cool it down <laughs> it's uh it's hard you know like Podcasting's not easy. Uh, I'm not much of a talker, naturally. So um, I think uh, I've, for the last five minutes, uh, I was doing the old, the uh, the university student doing a presentation uh, because uh, this time I've got my piece of paper. But actually, through uni, um, all the presentations I did, I didn't use any notes because I took so much care in present in in designing the presentation right that by the time i had to talk i knew that presentation inside out um anyway that's that's me um and i'm I'm just learning how to do a podcast so bear with me um without a doubt though uh have no doubt i really really do passionately believe in vr and i want to help connect the devs with the players and get some new and interesting content being played and really push and see see what's possible in VR, basically. Um, uh, on a on a side note, that it not it not I wasn't planning to talk about it, but um, for everyone out there, I have a question: Do do people around you, like your family and friends, do they go, "What's this VR thing?" or "Tell me about it"? Right, so. Like I'm 32 and I've been following following VR for two years now, very closely, and I still can't explain virtual reality. I'm working on it. I haven't had that many opportunities, but um, the problem is that I always go for the 20 year vision, which is like everyone's using. So I, I usually say something like, uh, "In 20 years." We're going to have special sorts of special glasses on our face and it will have like a computer screen in there. And when you look around, um, the world will have like, it'll look a bit different, you know, like it would have, like, it will tell you where to go. If you want to travel somewhere, you can see it on like a map in front of you. You can see the, the ground lit up where you need to go. Um, a typical example that people give is, um, if you're walking down the street and you see someone you know, over their head is their name and the last contact you had with them. I don't like that example much. Uh, my f- my favorite um, uh, concept that I that I think of is you could be walking down the street and you have these glasses on, and because the glasses can see around you, they know there's a building over there and there's a footpath here and uh, 
and there's some like a tree over there. So what the game does is, what what you see is that suddenly the building becomes a castle, and the footpath becomes a river, and over, and the tree there's there's monsters popping out of the tree, and you need to move your arms and sort of do some sort of attack to hit the monsters, or you could just be walking to the train station, and instead of playing a game on your phone, you actually you can play Candy Crush with your hands right in front of you, like some sort of puzzle, right? Um, so I, I, I don't usually give that example. I just usually stumble around a bit. So if you figured out the best way to explain virtual reality to someone who only just started using social media, then let me know because I need some help. <laughs> um, all right. I'm going to talk about volunteering. So I uh last year I I uh I went to a lot of like meetups and networking events and I also did some volunteering and one of those was the Melbourne Esports Open. So down in Melbourne last year we for the first time had an esports festival. And it was a two-day event at our biggest tennis court, uh, tennis uh, sport complex. Um, and this is a scarf that I picked up. It's a that's the logo. Nice, nice scarf. I I I don't really have any scarves, but I thought this one was really nice. Um, and it's a two-day event that has the Overwatch, Overwatch, Oceanic Finals, and League of Legends finals. So they're the two big games and I also happened to play those so I was pretty interested in it um, and I volunteered for I think like four days two of the event days and two of the the setup days I think um, and it was awesome it was hard sometimes like uh, screwing together 30 tables is not fun or um, you know like standing in one place for two hours is not fun, uh, but uh, overall, you, going to the Melbourne Esports Open was was pretty cool, and and I did it because what I, I see esports as like they'll continue to grow, but because I was already following virtual reality by that point, I was looking around at all these people playing flat flat screen games. And especially when the League of Legends finals were on, on the stage. And I was looking at those 10 players there, sitting in front of their computers on a huge stage. And they're not, they're not moving. They're just moving their, their fingers. Well, as a virtual reality diehard, I can pretty much imagine that someday um, we'll be watching people play virtual reality um, on stage, uh, and so I figured I'd go to the esports event and see what it's like, um, and and uh, and meet some people and get to know how to run an event and all the behind the scenes things. Um, there was like so many employee uh, uh, volunteers, like like fifty volunteers or something like that. Um, and shout out to 
shout out to people who help organize volunteers because it's not easy. Um, they get some people like me who are so like quite serious about it. They also get some some younger people who are just there for the fun. They think it's a gaming it's a gaming thing. Uh, I can hang out and, and uh, do whatever I want. It's not really like that. You got to do the work. Um, yeah, so shout out to the people who organize events. Um, at the Melbourne Esports Open, that's Toby, who is awesome, and Jenny, also awesome. Um, and uh, I've all, I, uh, this earlier this year, I also volunteered at the Global Game Jam in Melbourne, and this is the cup that I got from volunteering. You get some swag when you volunteer, usually, I think. That is pretty cool. Um, I'll bring it closer and you can have a look. There we go. Global Game Jam. If you know who illustrated this, let me know. Uh, and uh, the Global Game Jam was pretty cool. Um, a little less, uh, from what I heard, it was a little less um, community spirited. Um, everyone was really heads down making their game, which is cool. It's cool. Um, so yeah, if you if you know of events coming up. Uh, or in your area, or even if you have to travel, it's worth it. Um, volunteering is really, really cool. Um, you get to see uh, behind the scenes and see how things are done. You get to meet some pretty cool people. Um, if you're lucky, you get some some goodies out of it. Um, yeah, so do it. Um, it it's awesome. All right, so that's VR done, and uh, that's the volunteering bit done. So I just wanted to finish up with a, a personal thought of the day. Um, the Melbourne has a festival, a gaming festival called PAX. It's pretty famous, actually, but Melbourne has one, uh, the PAX Australia. Um, and uh, last year I went as a as an attendee and I picked up this badge here. Which is a little rainbow uh, raining cloud, and I think it's cute. So um, as a way of getting to know me, I may as well just like say, yeah, uh, I am, I am gay. I have a, a male partner, uh, and I am also male. Um, and day to day, I don't push that on anyone. <laughs> like I don't generally tell anyone. I don't wear rainbows. Um, we don't do stuff. But uh, as part of this podcast process and getting out there and trying to create more positive energy around me um, because like internally my whole life I am positive but the problem is I don't talk much um, I do have great ideas I think the problem is I don't do them so um, this podcast and everything that I'm doing at the moment is all a way of trying to show the positivity positivity so why am I wearing the rainbow um, it's not for me, and it's not to tell you that I'm gay. 
Not at all. This is to support the other gay people out there who may not feel accepted or safe. Um, and how do I do that? Because when I wear this rainbow, other people may see it and and seeing it makes it like more like it's hard to explain actually um if if there's a gay kid out there and their auntie or their teacher or their dad or brother going about their day-to-day -day life and they see me walking down the street with a rainbow on, on my on my chest and I look like a fairly normal person um, but I am gay and it's totally normal it's totally fine and I just thought that if I could help sway those random people out there who see it to be more supportive of the gay, pe gay people in their life, then that's something I can and probably should do. And so that's why I'll be wearing this uh, in future. It's not about me. All right, so um, to recap, uh, I've set up my, my new studio here. The website is online and uh, I'm trying this new format of a daily video. Um, oh, I need to cool, cool it down a bit. <laughs> uh, okay, so yeah, I'm calling out to all creatives um, in, the, in the virtual reality space. Get in touch. I want to know who you are, what you're making, and why you're making it. Um, whether it's an alpha or a barely playable build, or you're almost ready to launch, just get in touch. Uh, we want to know about it. Um, and Reddit, all the players on Reddit, if you're looking for uh, the devs out there, you want to try something new, um, you want to see what's upcoming, join the Discord and say hi. Uh, you could be you, you watching. You could be member number four because we're sitting at three right now. Um, volunteering is awesome. Do it. And you can show support with it for everyone in your life. Just be positive around you. Wear rainbows if you have to. So that's it. Thanks for watching. Bye.